This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for tuning in to episode 83 of the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Today's show is by request, and it comes from July the 10th back in 2012. Loyal Centralite Lance from the Islands Hub Hawaii reached out and said, Hey, how about we hear that first interview with Rocky Stubblefield? Well, let's get right to that. Both segments today, Greg's interview with Rocky Stubblefield from July the 10th, 2012. My next guest is the brand ambassador for one of my favorite commercially available sauces. There is quite a story that goes along with the evolution of the company and the sauce itself. So let's go ahead. We will uh, race over the hotline and welcome first-timer in the show, Rocky Stubblefield. Rocky, how are you, buddy? Pretty good. How are you? Doing absolutely fantastic, Rocky. Appreciate you making time for the show tonight. You know, probably a number of different places um, we can start tonight. So I guess let's start here. Typically, I ask people on the show how they got into barbecue and all that stuff. I imagine this is something you probably grew up around. Yeah, yeah, grew up with. You know, my granddad started out with a restaurant in Lubbock, Texas, and eventually came to Austin, and that's where the sauce was born. So, like, did you used to hang out at uh, at your grandfather's restaurant growing up, or is it some places that you just want from time to time, or uh, that a pretty frequent hangout? Yeah, well, the, the original restaurant started in 1968, so I was... Uh. I was young when I went over there. I didn't really hang out. The second restaurant he had in Lubbock, I actually worked at. And, uh, I got to hang out there a little bit. So, what's it like learning barbecue? You know, from a family member. You're working for your grandfather. You're kind of keeping it family, if you will. What's it like to to work alongside your grandfather, who is you know widely considered to be a legend in the industry? No, it was great. You know, to get to see you know him work every day and just to see how much people admired him for, you know, his great barbecue and, and the sauce and, you know, everything that he did. Rocky Stubblefield joining me here on the show. Website stubsbbq.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at stubsbbqsauce. You know, Rocky, when I got into barbecue, I was all about the meat and the cooking process, and I started making my own sauce maybe, you know, a year or so later. And when CB started cooking barbecue, did he already have the sauce down pat, or was that something that he also evolved into? Uh, it kind of evolved, but it, it was his sauce, you know, his original sauce from the restaurant, you know. Just years later, everybody said they liked it so much that he should try to sell it. And, you know, that's what brought about the sauce company, you know, him actually going out and selling the sauce and everybody loving it. Now, when you read the biography, uh, your grandfather was in the military, and he came back. Was he pretty much ready to go? I guess they say that's where the, the Stubbs barbecue was first born, first eaten. And when he got back, was he ready to open a, a restaurant after he was done with military service, or did he wait a little while before he ventured in? Yeah, I think he, he waited a little while, but yeah, he, you know, that was his dream. It's just He just loved you know, feeding people. He cooked in the military, uh, you know, there's actually a story that he, you know, he cooked a, a bowl of chili off a, a hot tailpipe when he was in the military. You know, he just, he loved to cook. So, you know, opening up a restaurant was, you know, his dream come true. So looking to grow the business, you talk about 
when he opened that new facility in Lubbock prior to actually getting the sauce bottled, was there ever talk, you know, in the kitchen or amongst family at gatherings that you were going to take that sauce to the next level on a, on a commercial level? No, no, I don't think really it was uh, a group of friends later on, you know, you know, just, you know, recommended that he try to sell it. You know, we never really thought about it. <laughs> Rocky Stubblefield joining me here on the show. I guess for the folks, I don't know a lot of people that haven't, especially the the barbecue niche here, but for the folks that haven't tried Stubbs yet, can you give us some of the flavor notes that the original sauce has? Uh, the original, you know, which is our number one seller, it's a tomato vinegar-based sauce, so, you know, it's not as thick, uh, no sweetness at all. You know, a lot of people like the sweet, sweeter sauces now, but ours is, like I said, tomato vinegar-based. And uh, it's just a great sauce. Really, uh, best is like a finishing sauce, you know, something to serve along with your meat after you cook it. Absolutely. Now, I use stub sauce, and it is what I, I call it the special ingredient in my barbecue beans. So I will use, you know, like a Bush's beans. I put them in a colander and actually strain out the bean sauce that comes in the can. And then I'll actually replace it with uh, a decent amount of Stubbs mild barbecue or medium sauce. That's what I like, that the green label. Uh, so when I tell my wife yeah, to go okay. get me the stuff in the store, I'm like, get the Stubbs green label, honey. That's the stuff I'm looking for. Um, and I guess what I like specifically, uh, you know, I like the viscosity. I like that flavor profile you were talking about. But it seems that there was, I don't know if it was a concerted effort, but there doesn't really seem to be any type of liquid smoke is that something that was intentionally left out of the process, or is it in there, but just in minute amounts? Uh, yeah, that's just left out of the process. Uh, yeah, there's no liquid smoke in there. Do you guys hate liquid smoke as much as I do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say that. We actually sell liquid smoke. So <laughs> no, but a lot of like a lot of sauces, a lot of sauces. That's an ingredient in their sauce. They want to bring some type of a smokiness or a hickory flavor, so they dump liquid smoke into the sauce, which never fare well on this show. But uh, I, I didn't know if like that's a, a flavor that you guys had conceptualized putting in, and then once you smelled it or once you tasted it with it in, you're like, yeah, we want to leave that out. Yeah, I mean, we try to keep our sauces all natural, uh, gluten-free, so, you know, we just you know, we didn't think we needed that. <laughs> so... When you decide to get the sauce into the stores, I think that was like 92, was there a concern or a worry at all that it wouldn't be accepted across all of the regions? Obviously, you know, perhaps this is more of a Texas-based style sauce because of where you're at. Were you, was there any worry at all that wouldn't be as, as widely accepted across regions? Uh, a little bit of worry, but, uh, you know, my granddad, he had a lot of friends, so, you know. In the barbecue world, when you got a lot of friends, you know they they spread the word, so it helps you out to you know to have a lot of friends. <laughs> Rocky Stubblefield joining me here on the show again. The website stubsbbq.com, and you can follow him on Twitter at stubsbbqsauce. You know, when I talk to sauce makers who do it at home first, one of their biggest challenges when they make that leap to sell is finding a commercial packer who isn't looking to tell you how to change your sauce or. Uh, do this or do that to kind of meet their needs versus your needs, uh, that being the, the guy who wants to sell the sauce. Did you guys have any issues with that when you were first starting out? 
To put in your request for a future show, please contact John Solberg via email at john, J-O-N, at the bbqcentralshow.com. That's right. You got an idea for a show, send it over to john at the bbqcentralshow.com, just like Lance did. And you might just get your very own episode of the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less. Hey, while you're cruising around the internet, make sure you're following the Big Barbecue Central show on social media. It is at BBQ Central Show on Instagram and Twitter and slash BBQ Central Show over on Facebook. Very much appreciated. All right, let's get back into Greg and Rocky's talk from July of 2012. When they make that leap to sell is finding a commercial packer who isn't looking to tell you how to change your sauce or uh, do this or do that to kind of meet their needs versus your needs, uh, that being the guy who wants to sell the sauce. Did you guys have any issues with that when you were first starting out? No, no, no real issues. You know, just, you know, when he first went to a packer, he only actually had one sauce. And, you know, when you go to a packer, they said you're actually going to need like a line of sauces. You can't just go in there and try to sell one. So that's kind of what brought about the the mild, which, you know, you put in your beans, the original, and then the spicy. So, you know, it started out with those three flavors and, you know, grew to what we have today. So with all of these new products that, you know, inevitably there starts to be like a market demand for, as you said, different flavors of sauce, marinades, mops, how do you handle the growth and the product's portfolio to ensure that success? We kind of stick to what the original is, which is, uh, you know, like we said, tomato vinegar-based. So all of our sauces are pretty much, you know, tomato-based. And, uh, you know, we have a hickory bourbon, which... uh, smoky mesquite uh, we have a brand new sweet heat but like i say all of our sauces start out with that you know tomato base you know a little bit of vinegar you know just adding a different flavor from there have there ever been any products that you guys have worked on in the test kitchens or r&d and ultimately been yanked either prior to going to market or maybe they just didn't do well after they were on the shelves and you took them back yeah we've had a couple uh you know, actually when we first started out like you know my granddad he wanted to sell everything <laughs> so we actually had some stubs canned vegetables out there we had some stubs uh serrano peppers uh, stubs chili fixings you know they they were there for a little while but they you know we had to you know discontinue them uh here recently we had uh we had a texas teriyaki sauce that and it was actually a pretty good sauce. We just, you know, there's so many teriyakis out there. We really couldn't, you know, get our foot in the door with that sauce. Are, are you surprised? And then we had a, a, a wicked wing sauce, which is, it was just inferno. It was just too hot. <laughs> so we had to get rid of that one. Are you surprised to see how many barbecue sauces there are on the market now as opposed to even, you know, when you guys started out in 92? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it seems like there's a new sauce added every day. You know, we, you know, being in the business, we have to, you know, go out and try these sauces to see, you know, where we stand, you know, and what the new flavors that people are looking for out there. And, I mean, you'd be amazed at how many different sauces you can go and, and just buy at one store. Oh, I mean, the the shelf, that's why people are always telling me you should bottle your sauce. I'm like... Uh, you ever gone in the grocery store and seen the fact that there's 578 million different sauces to choose from? I mean, it's really hard to stand out on the shelf, right? 
Yeah, it's hard. I mean, especially if you get placed down on the bottom, you know, you're in trouble. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Rocky Stubblefield joining me here on the show. You know, a few years back, Stubb was certified gluten-free. A lot of companies might have just, you know, stood stood pat and continued to turn the product out as is. Was it a fairly big undertaking for you guys to, to get that certification and meet those uh, particular criteria? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was a long process for us to get that, you know. Like I said, we want to do, make products that are, you know, not just good, but good for you. So, you know, that's something my granddad wanted. You know, that's kind of how he started making his own sauce because, you know, he kind of had bad health. So he had to make something that he could actually eat. So, Is the Stubbs Charcoal uh, line still doing pretty good for you guys? Yeah, the charcoal, it is doing good. Yeah, You know, you can get it at Lowe's, and it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be available in some other stores coming soon. So. Yeah, that's a, uh, for the people yeah, that don't know, it. yeah, yeah. it's a hardwood briquette. So it's something that I actually use in my Weber Smoky Mountains, uh, and it's a good product. I like it a lot. Uh, do you guys plan out a certain amount of barbecue events to attend for promotion every year, or does it just kind of fly by the seat of your pants? No, we usually plan it out. uh Mostly just some of the big ones we plan to attend. Just, uh, you know, we don't compete, so we actually just sponsor teams. So whatever the teams, their schedule is what they're going to do. But then, you know, I try to go out to, like, the Memphis in May or the American Royal, you know, events like that. Now, you've had a number of releases for uh, 2012. Anything in the hopper that might be coming down the pike that you can give us a little heads up on that uh, keep us guessing? Uh, we're you know we're working on a uh, new marinade and a new sauce. So look for it coming soon. Is that going to be end of the yeah, year thing or in the next development year? stage? Uh, development stage. All right. Uh, sometimes those are the best stages to be in. Uh, Rocky Stubblefield <laughs> is the brand ambassador for Stubbs Barbecue. And again, the website stubbsbbq.com. That's the website you can find about all the products. You can find out uh, where they are available in stores in your area. Rocky, I really appreciate you coming on tonight and telling us about Stubbs and the brand. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having us on the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you got it. There he is. Rocky Stubblefield. Again, StubbsBBQ.com. StubbsBBQ.com. And there are the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Episode 83, by request from our good friend Lance. If you'd like to hear the rest of this show, head over to TheBBQCentralShow.com. There will be a link in the show notes to take you to the complete episode. David Bosco was in on this episode. Jason Baker was in on this episode. And competitive eater Joey Chestnut was as well. Lots of great information. While you're over there, make sure you subscribe to the Barbecue Central Show via podcast. Never miss an episode of the Big Barbecue Central Show or this show again. I appreciate you checking it out. Thank you so much. Until next time, I am your host, John Solberg. I always look forward to talking to you again soon.